So I have Peg Leg, an Imperial Stout from Heavy Seas. Yeah. That was a, was a gift from my parents-in-law. Is that what you say? I guess. Does It sounds weird. Uh, yeah. Sounds very formal, the whole in-law thing. Right. It's like they're legally they've become yeah but emotionally i'm a little more detached well, also kind of sounds yeah it also kind of sounds like you're trying to distance you're like yeah like technically guys these they're not my real parents technicality yeah, yeah. uh-huh i am drinking a anyway yeah they were in mm. baltimore and they S- picked that up smoky Ooh, it's nice um i am drinking the harpoon seasonal which is kind of a misnomer because it's all about the fall it's called flannel friday <laughs> so they've got their seasons wrong apparently it's the fall now hmm. i don't think that's true it's basically the dead heat of summer uh flannel friday i have a really quick very simple game for you to try it's called mini metro you decided that the last one was too hard for me and yeah you didn't get it Ooh, i like the 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 minimalism i'm seeing here yeah some helvetica <laughs> some and uh some lines some oh and okay. some rectangles yes looks like and some very pastel colors maybe some some train symbols yep neat um do i need some sort of a device to the mouse interact okay yeah is this uncomfortable yeah but How's that? It's hunch big, so it's <laughs> consistent. That's just part of the deal. Yeah. So um, you can play London, Paris, New York City. I haven't unlocked Berlin or any of the other cities. Hmm. Okay. Um, Let's do New York. Okay. I mean, you would pick that. Um, you play. want to, you oh. want to hit play, the big play button. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this isn't gonna be good. Okay. <laughs> play. So you're gonna you're gonna play the game, Ooh. okay? <clears throat> so what Ian is currently seeing on the screen is a square, a circle, and a triangle. Right, and on the top right it says it's Monday, and there's a clock that's ticking. And there are more shapes appearing. Oh, I just clicked on a circle, and I got another circle. What happens if you click and drag? Uh oh oh! I just made a line from a circle to a circle. Oh, I'm gonna enjoy this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is this so the square next to the square oh I'm, I'm scared things are happening so all of the symbols appearing next to the stations are passengers oh and they... their shape <clears throat> is where they want to go sure okay so so that you got some s- squares at the circle station i'm gonna get some sort of a happiness index going on here yeah depending okay. on how quickly you can get people to their oh, you've run out of lines what, what does that mean? So you only have three train lines at the moment. Uh, so you can you can oh, extend oh, yep. your service to... So your trains aren't only going to two stations. Right. Um, what? Uh, oh, they can't cross each other. <laughs> the lines can't. Because... I've made a horrible train, mistake. Train lines can't cross each other. You can undo. Sure. Ooh. But they can if you, they go through a station. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So people are are getting to where they want to be eventually. Yeah. Uh, it's not efficient, I don't think. Uh, you only have a certain number of tunnels, which are what allow you to go under the water. Oh no! Did I just destroy this? Yep. I don't know why. Okay. Uh, okay. Wow, these these circle people really want to get to the triangle place. Yeah, but they're not getting there. Wait, can they can they just want to go to any triangle? Yep, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care which triangle they go to. That's as uh, long as they get to a triangle. That's weird. You should grab the red line and extend it down. Ooh, is yeah. this good in audio format? Not as good as the last one, I don't think. Yeah. This is um, this is interesting. Uh, so, you've but just, I think you can probably just edit this in as a vodcast. Exactly. Yeah. When you, when you do the editing, when you I can do the just editing, mix this in. So this, so you've just completed a week, mm -hmm. and you've been rewarded with another locomotive. Oh, sorry, an extra train. Yep. So uh, you've that's also what, that's what locomotive means. You I'm also have a choice that. of either getting another line or another carriage. A carriage is like a train car. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want another Wait. line, obviously. You. You call them train cars? It's a car. Is yeah. carriage not? Carriage isn't really a thing. No. No? It's a car. Huh. Yeah, car number one, car number two. You have the cafe car <laughs> at, on Amtrak. Yeah. It's not the cafe carriage. I see. Yeah. Huh. That's um, weird. Yeah. This is fun. I could get into this. Yep. Oh, so I just I like... keep going? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just kind of goes until you die, uh, which... It, Die basically means you have too many people at a station, so they become unsatisfied and you get closed down mm. as a train operator. So like, really, a, like a Sim City kind of a thing where it's just like, eh, everyone's really mad at you. And yeah. You just give up. But I really, I really like the simplicity of it. Mm -hmm. Like there is not a lot here. And this, like technically, right. doesn't seem like it would be hard to build. It kind of reminds me of my favorite um, tower defense game. Hmm. Um, have I showed you that? Showed you that before? No, or talked about it. We should do that. Yeah, it's this called. Where you introduced me to a game, Ruined Capsule. Okay, I've never heard of it. Oh. So okay, maybe in break. Maybe you can install it in our break. Okay, you can buy it on Steam. Okay. <laughs> and you don't own it? I guess I do. Night mode. Ooh, what the hell is not? Oh, oh, that's cool. Ooh. Just inverts all the colors, except for the lines. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah, I could I could really get into this. Yeah, it's fun. So so this is uh, this is called trains. mini mini metro, mini metro. Yeah, um, it's got a really simple art style, but I really I really like the like someone's come up with an idea of I want to build a train simulator, mm -hmm. but I want to simplify it down to like the designing line. Right. Lines part of it. Right. Because that seems like fun. Yeah. And so, like, the fact that you can undo a line you've built at no penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, just move stuff around. Feels kind of like a playground. Yeah. Kind of a... Yeah. But it's... Minecraft. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like a... Um, I mean, all problems at the... Generally boil down to logistics problems. Right. But this is, like, a perfect distillation of that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, how many dollars um, uh, on the Steams? How do I see that store page? I don't know. Will it tell me, even <laughs> though I've bought it? $9.99. $10. Oh, okay. $10. $10. Yeah. 10 
Ten. Well, nine ninety-nine. Uh huh. How much is rimmed capsule? I. How do you? Yeah, I better. You better type it in. Um, That's is not how I would have. R Y M D. K A P S E L. Yeah. Rimmed capsule. It's definitely. Uh, it's Norwegian, maybe. Okay. Finnish, Swedish, some, something up we'll, there. We'll check it out. That is seven ninety nine. Yeah. So you win the bargain cheapest game of the show award. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite games, like one of my f- top three favorite games ever. Top three favorite games ever. Yep. That's high praise. Yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> it's really good. But it's the same. It's the same in the in the idea that it's um, kind of simple to learn, hard to master, kind of huh. thing. And you've played Mini Metro. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have now. Right. Okay. Yeah. And this is still. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Okay. It's two dollars more, so that really, you know, that really that that's what clinches it. Gonna affect no. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh huh. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that. It's right in my wheelhouse of like something I can sit down and play, and not have to devote a lot of time to it. But right, I'm just like, oh, I have a half an hour or something. Actually, might be a good game to play on the train. It yeah. I think is there an iPad? Version? I think there is an iPad version. I was gonna say it feels very it feels very touch screen. Right, you just drag this to yeah. there, and uh, Rim Capsule is really good on the iPad. Is that what you have it on? Yeah. Yep. I also have it on Steam, but um, play it mostly on the iPad while traveling. If on they planes, trains. Don't have Mini Metro on the iPad. Yeah, they do. Automobiles. Same price, nine ninety nine, which mm. is a lot for a mm. for a mobile game. Even though it's the very the, <laughs> the same game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> May have even taken more work to do to do. To like, yeah. But such is life. I love it. Cool. Actually, Mini Metro. It's such a. Did it just come out? Or is no, it... it's been out for ages. Huh. I just. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't seen it. It's. I don't know. It just seems like. It seems like something that would win like an Apple design right. award for its just kind of sleek, yeah. minimal design. Yeah. I really wish I had built it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you into game development? Have you dabbled uh, in that? Or So I consume a lot of media about game development, mm-hmm. but I haven't dipped my toes into those waters. You're trying just to osmose it into your uh, brain? As a kid, um, there were a couple of us who used to mess around with RPG Maker. Okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's still a thing. They've released more versions. I think okay. it's like RPG Maker 6 at the moment. Um, and that's really great because um it's sort of like click and drag ui it's very easy to get something up and running and you get a pc game out of it like something you can run and yep level up and yeah so you determine like okay like a dungeon kind of game where you exactly okay so you design monsters you can upload sprites but they have a bunch of generic ones that you can use is it kind of like inspired by a specific is it Inspired by like a Diablo kind I, of a no, it's closer thing, to or? sort of the JRPG genre, JRPG. Uh, Japanese RPGs. Okay, uh, so think oh, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Pokemon. Yep, that kind of thing. 
cool. So you just uh, you say, okay, are there random encounters? Are there not random encounters? Are there? Yep. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see that 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 general idea of using like an RPG maker type thing to make a thing. Um, I'm curious to see if that idea really takes hold in the and kind of disrupts our industry in general. Like, I mean, it has with things like Unity. Um, uh, I wouldn't put that on the same level as RPG Maker. Unity, you like, no, I don't think so. I, mean, I haven't used it, okay. but like, you still need to cut like. I don't write codes. I don't think you do. Oh yeah, I think you can down you can download like pre-made packages and jigsaw things together oh okay there are uh i thought it was like a c-sharp thing that you it's a big it's actually been a big issue on steam because a lot of developers have just been throwing out utter shit that they've taking open source things and just stitching stuff together and selling it for 10 bucks Hmm. and it's taken like an hour of work or something yeah so Um, steam is getting it used to be yeah Yeah. it used to be more like oh it must be legit because it's on steam right now it's like "Mm, yeah now that they have the whole well so they've they've sort of because they have the whole green green light label that they add to games that are Mm. uh, from not well-known developers they put a green light on it if it's not from a well-known developer yeah that seems (laughs) it's like go (laughs) get this no one's heard of this. What's it? Maybe, Buy it. maybe I don't know what Steam Greenlight actually means. Um, wasn't there? There was a show. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of like a Ben Affleck and Matt Damon show they had on HBO that was like greenlighting. Project oh, Greenlight. No, other people have suggested it. They've said like, this is okay. Oh, okay. I don't think that's worked very well. <laughs> I imagine as a developer, I could just come on here and greenlight my own game. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Browse through... This is like Kickstarter. Browse through the entries here and rate up the games you want to see made available. Okay, that makes more. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. That that was consistent with what my idea of greenlight is because... Right. Yes, make this. Right. So the, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon show, Project Greenlight, is about that where they're kind of trying to find new talent and new ideas and green light it or not or whatever okay um huh, crowdsourcing this sort of thing is seems like a cool idea the fact that i didn't know about it <laughs> and i use steam a lot <laughs> uh speaking of crowdsourcing yeah uh my fermentation system the catalyst oh, yep um uh, the project were was uh, succeeded yep it was successful um how much over what they asked did they get I think it was like three times or yeah, four times. It was pretty good. Um, although I don't know, I feel like that whole thing is a little. I feel like any like successful, like, actually successful project on Kickstarter like does multiple times what they what their actual goal was. Yes, right. Um, unless it's millions, but um, but yeah. So I it did say originally that I think it still might say. That it's supposed to be shipping in September. Okay. Uh, so looking forward to to that. And seems like it's actually going to be a thing. Yeah. Just good. It's a little tougher with physical products. Um, or maybe it's not as tough. I guess with all of these things, you really need to be confident in um, yeah. whoever's put it up. Right. 
Um, it's like I don't kickstart board games or video games generally mm. because I don't really believe that they're going to do well. Yeah. Um, and if they do do well, I can just buy them mm -hmm. after the fact. Right. Um, yeah, in this case, it was an existing <clears throat> uh, homebrew supply company. Right. Like they make kits and stuff. So I was like, oh, at least they have done this before. Like yeah. They've made stuff before and sold it and know how to kind of productize things. And Right. Um, I am far more, far more comfortable with um, physical products, hmm. I guess, in general, because... Um, I don't know, maybe I simplify it, but I imagine the stretch goals are kind of an obvious thing. Mm. If you have more money, you can um, buy things in bulk and you can get them for cheaper. Right. Which means you can provide the same product with extras mm. to everyone who's funded your project. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I feel like, I mean, we, w we work in software. We know it never goes according to plan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to promise exact deadlines and timelines. Right. Or to say, like, features oh, and if we get this much, we're going to have this extra feature. Right. It's like you're working, you're now working to a set budget and a set feature set. Right. Yeah, what we... And people will get mad if you don't reach your deadline. <laughs> yep. Um, right, so we'd like to say in, in at work we have, um, you can have a fixed scope, like fixed amount of features, a fixed, or a fixed budget. Wait, is that right? Uh, yeah, but um, something's gonna give basically, like well, a fixed deadline. A fixed, yeah, fixed yeah. deadline. You could have, you know, if if you say you have to release something on this date, right? Then the feature set has to be malleable, right? Um, yeah. Whereas if you can say, well, the deadline doesn't actually matter. We have to have this minimum set of features. Then the deadline's gonna move. Right. 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 Um. Yeah, that's true. And you, you can't necessarily even add more money <laughs> right. to keep the same timeline, right? Like, that doesn't necessarily work either. So, yeah. um, it's tricky. But, oh, man, I feel like this leg fan isn't doing a whole lot. Um, my legs are cool. <laughs> my head is very warm. Maybe it's just making <laughs> my head feel more warm because it's relative to my legs now. Yeah. Like, oh, is my head on fire? <laughs> What's happening? I'm sweating. <laughs> Um. Someday. someday. So now we've got all the fun and games out of the way. Oh. Um. My wife and I were talking about politics. Uh oh. On the way over. <laughs> um. And she had an interesting comment. Was it interesting? <laughs> um. It. Yeah, tickled my interest. Mm. <laughs> nice. Um. She said. Generally, her workplace avoids any political mm. discussions, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, like at lunch or yeah. when you're... Yeah. Uh, I guess to avoid any sort of conflict. Mm -hmm. And that isn't an uncommon attitude, I find. Right, right. Um, so... Like, my mum has said a similar thing. Kind of, like, tiptoeing around. Right. Where she'll very careful. just avoid politics entirely with certain people because there's a difference of opinion there. And yep. It, you, you kind of know that you're not going to necessarily make a big <laughs> breakthrough either right. way. Like, yeah. 
I have certain like family members and, and people that I can think of that are like, well, all right, here they go again. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the same conversation over and over and people just get upset. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have watched a TED talk recently on uh, trying to improve these sorts of discussions, mm-hmm. um, which actually involves trying to address the core moral issue that you're trying to solve. Okay. Um, and I've noticed this a lot. Uh, the example the TED Talk gives is uh, same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there are people for and against same-sex marriage. Um, but something I've noticed is the people who are against it will focus on the, um, in their minds, the moral reason why same-sex marriage shouldn't be allowed. Right. And on the other side of the argument, um, a lot of times uh, people will shy away from tackling that Mm. question. And it will be more of, okay, well, actually, what is the role of government? What is the role of this? What is, you know, regardless. Like, it's only fair. Yeah. You know, regardless of the morals. Yeah. We should do it for this, this and this reason, Mm -hmm. which um, seems disingenuous. It seems like it, you know, to actually <laughs> address this, you need to address the, mm. okay, well, actually, morally, right? I think it, it's is, right. Yeah, this is why it's not morally wrong. Right. Um, yeah. And we... So sh- people just keep kind of talking past each other because they're not addressing what the other side is saying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and sort of actually trying to boil down what the problem is right at its core so like the so the example of same-sex marriage is um okay well what is the role of marriage Mm -hmm. what is marriage for yep if you think that marriage is only for procreation Mm -hmm. then you can say that same-sex marriage is not um in line with marriage as a whole right with, but, the, with the point of marriage right or whatever. but by in that same vein it's like okay well should people who can't have kids mm-hmm. be allowed to get married mm. or should right you know there's a whole slew of right conditions that come along with that um or there could be same-sex marriages that adopt and want to have exactly kids in other ways or whatever yeah and like yeah like you said there's there's um hetero marriages that never plan on having kids right it's not part of the plan um on the other hand, is marriage, you know, more about uh, um, sort of two people promising to each other to commit to mm-hmm. spending the rest of their lives together? In which case, um, you can see an argument for same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. But just sort of, like, skirting around right. the whole, like, okay, well, we're not going to define what marriage is. <laughs> yeah. I think um, uh, part of the problem with this specific argument. Right. Um, and a reason why a lot of people get tripped up and maybe don't face each other head on is because the morality argument is coming out of religion. Okay. And it's can be really hard to reason with someone who doesn't take reason as the highest <laughs> right. um, uh, source of truth, I guess you could say. Okay. Right. Um, you can only argue so far right? and they'll just say, well, this is what's in this book. This is how I, um, 
have kind of taken this to be right on faith or on however they want to put it. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like this barrier where it's like, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of an impasse that can be hard to, to get past. Yeah. I think that's true, but I think it's also important that someone verbalizes that. Yeah. Like, I think it's it's one thing. Like, this is why we disagree. (laughs) Right. Or. I think it's one thing for someone to say, okay, well, I think it's wrong because someone has told me Mm -hmm. that it's wrong. I think it's another thing to say, okay, I fundamentally think this is immoral because of this passage in -hmm. this book. Right. Um, I do think that sometimes when you say things out loud, you, you know, come to the realization that that sounds silly (laughs) or, or, or the other way, like this is, this is, um, helps you think about what you actually believe and why. And, um, yeah. Helps you kind of think through that problem. Right. Yeah. And these are tough, like, you know, morally, that's a tough question. Mm -hmm. Um, we may not find it a tough question because we've come to conclusions on our own morals. Mm-hmm. But if you were like, you know, a total blank slate. Right. Um, and you were presented with all of the arguments. I'd... Yeah. There should at least be some, some uh, arguments right there that um, you can follow. Right. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be skirting around mm-hmm. what the core of the issue is. Yep. Yeah, I think a good a good um, venue for this skirting around is like political debates. So which yeah, which are going to happen soonish, right? Yeah. Like Hillary. So actually, and Trump. this this was what the uh, um, the TED talk was supposed to mm. encourage was a higher quality of yeah. political debates in America. Yep. Um, so uh, or even interviews, like when you interview. Um, a political candidate. There's just so much of it is not answering the questions that they're asking. Right. Right. And trying to refer to the other side, like focus on the bad part. Of, exactly. It's like, just answer the question, <laughs> but so they're experts at not answering questions. That's like what, right? Like that's part of a politician's very, that's a very important part of their job. I feel like, yeah, is knowing how to not answer the actual question in a way that, <laughs> a lot of people don't notice, right? right? Like, oh, that sounded fine. You know, yeah. I, I'm not sure still exactly where they are, but yeah. So there was a, uh, a legal example of getting to the core of, okay, well, what what is this all about? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a case where uh, there was a golfer who, um, due to medical reasons, couldn't walk um, an entire golf, nine-hole golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, or 18 hole. I forget what the tournament actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this case of uh, basically he was disallowed from playing mm-hmm. because he couldn't walk the course. And this, uh, he sued. Mm-hmm. And this case went to the Supreme Court, um, uh, which is, as I understand it, the highest of the highest courts. Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And um, it basically came down to the judges having having to determine is walking the course 
a f- integral part of playing golf. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so they had uh, interviews with a lot of professional golfers who um, all stated that, yes, it was integral because there's mm. an endurance element mm-hmm. to <laughs> the game. Uh, and being able to sort of go through that is important. Hmm. Um, and they ignored that because uh, <laughs> it didn't seem um, like it was inclusive. Right. Uh, and so there was another um, angle to uh, disallow this player from playing, which was that it wasn't fair. Like hmm. he had an unfair advantage of being able to um, basically use a golf cart right. to go between holes. Um, and the Supreme Court also didn't find that satisfactory. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason being... Yeah, I don't think... I don't know. Yeah. The reason being, because there is a... If you're really concerned about it being unfair, there's a solution to that. Everyone uses cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's right. entirely then fair. Then it's inclusive and fair. Yes. Right. But that that was even worse for the <laughs> tournament organizers, that yeah. everyone would be able to use a golf cart. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was unthinkable. <laughs> it's interesting. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't really buy that. I mean, I think walking is nice. It's like an enjoy, <laughs> like, right, like. Right. It's like a bonus part of playing golf, maybe, right? Like, right. I don't, I don't see it as... Um, right. The goal of golf is to take a ball from one point <laughs> and get it into a hole at another point. Right, right. And you're not kicking, kicking it along as you walk. <laughs> yeah. Or like, this, I, don't, I don't buy that it's an integral part of, of the right. challenge of the game. But right. a lot of golfers would argue the opposite. <laughs> that it is sure yeah i guess yeah no (laughs) i don't buy it um yeah just seems like something where it's like oh this is the way you've always done it and (laughs) yeah yeah not buying it (laughs) um i also finished uh the podcast i was listening to on um sovereignty Sovereignty. And there was one statement that stood out to me, mm-hmm. which was uh, the idea of uh, an entire people uh, have sovereignty and they give that up to a governing body right. in um, trade for some protections. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you give up some freedoms for some protections. Yep. And I thought it would be cool to... I th- Well, I thought it would be better if we talked... If we thought about all government legislation in those terms as a trade-off yeah between... what freedoms are we willing to give up right in return for what protections because mm-hmm. if we work out that that's a bad deal yeah, yeah yeah we shouldn't do it right uh so there's like the um patriot act yep which is the, exactly the, yeah first yeah. thing that you think of the government's ability to hold anyone indefinitely um yeah so we give up a pretty big freedom yeah for protection against terrorism right is the government line i guess right um and it doesn't seem like a like that's worth the trade right 
Um, yeah, especially since it just doesn't seem to like the benefit part of it. It's not obvious that it's actually really right. Done much to help. Yes. Um, there's definitely a cost and yeah. we've seen the cost, but the benefit is a little wishy-washy. Yep. Um, being human, I love simplifying problems. Mm-hmm. And so this question, like really, I like it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, Put it on a scale and let's weigh it. Like, yeah. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? <laughs> yeah. Um, like there's a lot of government subsidies that go into um, uh, petrol or gasoline. Right. Um, and it's sort of like we've given up a freedom there, which is mm-hmm. the ability for other energies to compete on an even mm. playing field. And the protection we get is that gas prices are always low. Right. Is that a worthy trade? Yeah. Kind of thing. Or, or yeah, corn subsidies or, like, these big grain, like, same kind of idea there. Right. Where it's, like, um, we're, su- we're such, like, a corn-based food economy in America. Like, feed our animals corn. And it's just, like, this, this like, it's, like, the sun of, like, food for us. It's right. It's, like, the source of everything. Yeah. Um. And and they get subsidies, so it's the same kind of question. Like, eh, it's, maybe we should maybe we swung a little too far that way. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. I like to have that framework. Yeah, to, to kind of frame things. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Yeah. The freedom you give up and what protection do you get? Mm-hmm. Seems pretty solid. Mm. And it's such a such a general topic that I could shoehorn anything into it. How <laughs> much time do we have? It's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, shall we ponder that over a, over a break? Sure. Ooh, you seem startled. It's, yeah. How long have we been going? Five minutes. <laughs> you cool down not enough <laughs> not enough never enough <laughs> i don't think i'm as warm as you seem to be you yeah se- you seem to be really uncomfortable with yeah the temperature yeah hmm could put an air conditioner down here you could that might undo we what have the one. fridge is doing, which is heating up the... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Do have one. Oh, like a little air conditioner unit? A window unit, yeah. yeah. Can hmm. you put it in that window? It has like a... Oh, the sc- with the screen? The screen. We could just the insect screen. Take the screen out. That's, they don't come off. They do. I have a house. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> <laughs> you can you can break through it. You could take down all the insulation, and it would get really cold. Is uh, <laughs> that how that works? Hmm. <laughs> um. Do you want to hear about a a, a thing? 
Yeah, sure. So um, I've had this idea. It's okay. Not, it's not a groundbreaking idea, but okay. idea for an app Oh. Uh, for the iTelephone. The i iTelephone? Is that the phone part of the iPhone? That's the iPhone. Oh. It's internet. Sorry. Internet telephone. It's the full. Okay. Um, and it is for people who ride the Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority commuter rail. Oh. Which I do now because... I didn't realize anyone rode that. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. We do. Huh. Um, and commuter rail passengers have a different need i would say than uh, uh a normal t slash subway I rider see. okay because the trains are so far apart that if you miss one there it's not fun ah so i mean it's not fun if you miss one on the t but true true um but the next one's probably gonna come in a couple minutes yeah in the so, time it takes you to get angry <laughs> right right uh-huh so there's a little more planning involved in figuring out when to leave i see and when you can leave that sounds fun if there's a train after this train yeah um so i wanted to have something quick and easy that you could you could open up and it just it knows your home stop so i can say next train leaves in 20 minutes and then the next train after that is in an hour yeah we've spoken about this before yeah on the podcast yeah oh that's awkward um (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> so um, so you built it? Yes. Oh. Uh-huh. And so the goal on Friday was to build it up enough so that we could put it on um our coworker Derek's phone and he could use it cuz he's also a commuter rail. Derek from uh Massachusetts, ah, I believe. Yeah, okay. Yep. And he wanted to go home to Massachusetts. So Right. Um he needed he needed the app to tell him when right. he could go to Massachusetts. Right. So I said, "We're going to do this. Let's make it. Let's make it work." Yeah. So uh, you can now select your your route. Oh, it's purple. It's purple because of the commuter rail. There's only colors. two routes. So there's two routes. There's Haverhill. So there's Derek's route and there's my route. Newburyport. Right. Um. So and you can choose your home stop, right? What's oh, that's funny. So, mm, can we mm, can we go to the choosing your home stop? <laughs> right. So when you hit that, what happens? So oh, <laughs> there's only one option for Haverhill. Yeah. What? Well, who's going to Beverly? Um. Are there only two stops on like, the? What? Okay. Let me just tell you how we build apps here. Okay. At work. We like to be very focused <laughs> and solve the problem at hand. Okay. And the problem at hand was, let's get Derek home. Okay. And you. And me. And Blake sometimes goes to Beverly. So Blake sometimes So goes. that's <laughs> that's where we were at. Blake from Massachusetts. Um, so we had one, one... Oh, he's from uh, Florida. Yeah. It's complicated. That is complicated. So we had one job. What? Right. Get Derek Three jobs. home. But mainly get Derek home. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> uh, Derek went to go home. Okay. And he... Did it work? Was looking, he get home? Was looking at the app. Yep. And he, as he was leaving the office, he had the realization that this train doesn't exist. That, like, it's saying, 
<laughs> that this train is gonna is gonna leave at five oh three. Like no train has ever left the station at five oh three. That's just not a scheduled thing. Right. Um I was like, Oh crap. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> we tried. So uh so we failed. He did get home. That's good. But uh not with any help from our app. So so the bug was kind of funny, um, I think. Yeah. So there's inbound and outbound, right? So inbound right. is like you're going to work from your house. Yep. Uh, into the city. And that was working, as far as I can tell. Inbound was working. Because you're going from, you know, say Swampscott to North Station. Yep. Um, for the... And this is hitting my... How, how do you set the... Where you're going to? Is it always going to North Station? Um... Uh, well, currently, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it doesn't really care. So, all right. What? So for inbound, it doesn't care. It just cares that you're getting on a, on a train that's going. Because they all go to the same. They go in to the city. Okay. If you're going inbound. <laughs> <laughs> so what what station is? does it think you're going from for outbound? For outbound, it... it uh, Things you're going from uh, your home station. So that's what the problem. That's was. what the problem is. <laughs> exactly. That <laughs> because was the you haven't. <laughs> was that the train was getting to his home stop at five oh three? I see. But he wasn't at home. <laughs> he was trying to go home. Okay. Um, yeah. So there was a little bug there that I fixed. Um, How did you fix it? Uh, so I fixed it. So for outbound now, it assumes you're going from North Station. It doesn't assume North Station. It assumes that you're leaving from the first stop within the trip. Which happens to be North Station, unless you're going to, because you can also leave from South Station for a commuter rail. So I didn't want to hard code North Station. How do you know which stop it's telling you that you're, you have to go to? How do you know which stop it's telling you you have to go to? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I filter all the trips for okay. the trips that include the home stop. Okay. And for that trip. I take the the time and those lines, of the first stop. Those which, lines only ever go to North or South Station. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> the commuter rail doesn't go through? Through? Out the other side? No. 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 So the trains, like if you want to take the train, get on the train at Swampscott, you can only go as far as North Station. Okay. Um, for suburbs south of Boston and I guess also like west, um, a lot of those go into South Station and only huh. South Station. Um, yeah. You can't like choose, oh, this train goes to South Station, this one goes to North. You're just right. stuck there. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think. Okay. <laughs> Though I have made some assumptions and been wrong already. So right. it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. It's also like it doesn't tell you which station. <laughs> uh that you need to go to. Right, right. Right. Because it assumes you know that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um so it's it kind of works now. Although it did we did just show did just tap on outbound and it said next train in minus, minus 30, 30 minutes, minutes and also predicted 30 minutes late. Oh. Which means it's leaving right now. Which actually does make some sense because yeah. it could mean that yeah, it's it was supposed to come a half an hour ago. It's not there yet, but it's predicted to be there right now. Right. 
So I guess that could be valid, but it looked a little weird. Yeah. Um, cool. So the API that I'm hitting for from the MB, MBTA is called like predictions by root or something. The okay. End, the endpoint. Right. And just fetching all the roots and caching that and filtering that down based on what I need. Um, and it doesn't seem to show all of the, like, it's kind of an arbitrary amount of data it gives you back. <laughs> like, it just shows you, like, the next one or two or <laughs> three. So, like, it's not great if you want to see, like, oh, like, I want to leave later tonight. Right. Right. You Right now, currently, you only see, like, the next train or maybe two. But that's ideal for your app. Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You just kind of keep opening it, like... Like, like if you stay at work and want to have a beer or something, you just like, oh, should I get, should I try to get this one or wait to the next one or whatever? Right. Does it tell you the next one yet? Or does it only tell you the, sorry, does it tell you the one after the, the later one? trains? Yeah. Sometimes that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, okay. Like sometimes the prediction data is, is there a couple. and sometimes right. it's not. Okay. So, um, when it's not, you're like, I better just go. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> there may never be another train. Right. right. Yeah, so there, there might be an improvement there. I could, I mean, there is potentially an improvement there I could do to right. show, just show them all, I guess, all the schedules. I don't know. Um, I like it. But it's fun. It's, so it's using, um, it's actually hitting the, hitting an API that I wrote. Okay. Um, for caching in that. between, yeah, that caches yeah. the MBTA stuff, um, and it's an Elixir app, and it's really fast. Yeah, it's so fast. Is it microseconds? <laughs> Three hundred microseconds, something like that. Less than a millisecond. Is it hitting a database? No. You could store all of that in memory. To be I am. But it's hitting a database. I said no. It's not hitting a database. Oh. And you said, I heard yes. <laughs> you <can> store that. <laughs> I'm going to assume yes here. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so it's using a gen server. It's actually storing the data in a process. Wow. What? What? That's, uh, a, that's a... It's a hash. Erlang thing. It's an Erlang thing. Yeah. It's basically a hash of data. Key value store. Yeah. Redis. Um, basically. Yeah. Erlang Redis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's cool nice so that's been fun um we need some design help but we had some 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 volunteers for that you don't like the pub <laughs> it's uh i am curious like if this could get into the app store right now <laughs> as is like i don't know i've seen some bad apps this isn't the worst app i've ever oh used. i'd love i'd love the reviews like <laughs> it only has two stops i don't even live in boston this app is terrible <laughs> 503 train <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Love it. Uh-huh. Baby beer. Baby beer. So Labor Day IPA. We've talked about this. We I have. do remember that. Yep. Ironic that I only remember the beer. Um, That's not what irony is. You should uh, have the cap near the microphone. Be ironic if I didn't do that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ooh, that was satisfying. Get the cap falling and everything. Yeah. But it's going to sound really far away. True. Like we um, record over a well. 
Are you saying we don't? I mean, it's more of a pit. There's no water at the bottom. Does there have to be water at the bottom of a well? I guess not. Uh, a good well, I think. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, I still like that. I'm still... It's not an IPA. It's fantastic. It's definitely not an IPA. It's funny. So you have... That's uh, good. Oh, my God. Rim, rimmed capsule? Yeah. You said this before, and I've totally rimmed. Is it rimmed? I, I don't know. That's, I'm sure it's not how you're actually supposed to say it, but... Rimmed capsule. Rimmed capsule. There we go. That's how you say it? That's how you say it. New game? Uh, new game. New game. I'm going to do it on normal. Mm, sure. Uh, welcome. I've been welcomed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some... There's a pyramid and some cubes. A good corridor network is the backbone of every station. Hmm. Um, I'm clicking on things. Rooms can only connect to corridors, not other rooms. Mm-hmm. I can drag shit around. What? How do I... How do I do anything? Drag a corridor from the menu to... Corridors are always... Tetris-shaped? Mm-hmm. Assign some minions to do the construction. So these minions are these little uh, white, yeah, little square rectangles, pixel rec rectangles. What do I? How do I assign them? Oh, can I? Can I, oh, idle. Drag them from their current idle task to construction. At the bottom. Oh, that's confusing. Okay. Okay. I want both of them. Yeah. Now they're building the corridor. Yeah. I, I appear to be in space. Yeah. Just on a platform. Can't you hear that? <laughs> Remember, it if you start like feeling cramped, the message will disappear. Your station will need a steady supply of resources. Mm-hmm. Let's build a corridor. Not the best trackpad game. Should it be... It shouldn't be on the thing. Right. Start by building a reactor to generate... Now I'm building another corridor. Ooh, okay. Good luck. Uh, now I'll build... I can't build a reactor anymore. There you can. It requires two. Oh, I still have loads. But the reactors are tetra-shaped? Everything. What, what shapes are you expecting? <laughs> I don't know. Squares? <laughs> There's, they have those. They have those. There's squares in Tetris. Okay. As well as energy, you will need materials. Sounds reasonable. Place an extractor adjacent to your station and particle field. These min minions are working uh, overtime. An extractor next to your station and particle field. What is a particle field? Mm, look for some strange undulating pink things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sure. We should use undulating more. Use the right yeah. mouse button. It's an so. interesting word. Interesting? Mm-hmm. Can like we just right say undulating instead of interesting? Can we always just replace <laughs> undulating. that? Undulating. <laughs> she said a really undulating thing. Could we backfill it? Could we go back through all of the episodes? Oh, yeah. Yes. Un undulating. 
my voice, even if you say it. Can you? Do you mind just re-editing those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll go do that. Okay. Anyone who listens to Hunchpig in the future, uh, to past episodes, you'll notice there's a lot more undulation Ooh. throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Undulating sounds like a dirty word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have our reactor is almost done. Yep. Ooh, reactor's up. Reactor's up. It's just blue. It looks just like corridors, which are beige. Uh-huh. Except it's blue. Would you call this uh, minimal art style? It's pretty minimal. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot <laughs> happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My workers are moving to build the extractor. Yes. That's how you pronounce that. <laughs> because they finished building the reactor. <laughs> Very okay. Amazing. I'm now extracting the undulating pink thing. Uh-huh. Task is complete. You will see your minions lie down. Mm. That means they are idle waiting for something to do. I'm going to tell them to do some engineering. Mm-hmm. I need some food. Yeah, how are you going to get food? What kind of buildings are food-related? Uh, the kitchen. Kitchen? Definitely the kitchen. Mm-hmm. By first growing sludge in the gardens. Okay, mm. I need to grow some sludge. Oh, find me a fucking square. Uh, you're going to block off your corridors, though. you got to be careful. Can I not build a corridor on the other side? No, corridors oh, can only son connect of a bitch. Cor corridors. <laughs> you can cancel it. That's ridiculous. You click on it. But... Cancel, no cost. Oh, okay. Said no cost, so I did it. <laughs> Time. Time is, is a resource. Why is my garden now a different shape? They're always changing. This game is terrible. <laughs> you just want all squares. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's perfect corridor game. <laughs> it's all squares. It's the best one. Okay, no, that's fine. I'll forgive it. All right, you got a garden underway. I got someone engineering. And we got to cook that <laughs> sludge. Someday. Gotta cook that sludge. Mm-hmm. But you can't cook it until you have a kitchen. So engineering just gets you... Oh, okay, so the... The pink stuff you have to get, but the blue stuff you get from the reactor. Right, the reactor just creates it out and of nothing. And the yellow stuff I imagine you're going to get from the garden. The garden gives you green stuff. The green stuff you put into the kitchen, That's which shocking. turns it into yellow stuff. Into yellow stuff. You can uh, put your minions on food, uh, what's it called, food service? Food service, okay. Yep, and they, like will, good... they will do that. You just lay down in the middle of that. Mm -hmm. um, so now I need a kitchen. Yeah. Oh, but the, the engineering thing builds without anyone working it? Right. Why would I ever have someone work it? Uh, if, right now, because you're out of them, because they generate very slowly. I see. So it's just a way to make them more efficient. But I can't... The garden just does on its own. Right. It's uh, growing from... No one needs to... I was going to say the sun, but let's just say... Tend the garden. I mean, we're in the middle of space. The nearest star is... Uh, Two-dimensional plane. Helping the sludge grow. Helping the sludge grow. Mm -hmm. Isn't this fun? Um, Where's the tower <laughs> defense part of this? So, uh, it'll, it'll happen. There's some build-up? There's a little bit of build-up. Yeah? Uh-huh. Do you want to tell me something interesting while we're building up? I'll tell you something undulating. How exciting Yeah. this um, so, conclusion will be? Sure. So, if you zoom out, 
I can zoom out. Holy shit. You will see there are four Sissies. monoliths. Monoliths. That you can research. And oh, if you yeah. click on them, they have different... They've got peas on them. If you click on them... Nope. Oh. oh, the monolith left behind by a previous presence shows the onslaught of enemies. And I am not alone in this place. Mm. When the bar at the bottom of the screen is full, you will be attacked. What? Mm -hmm. Why did you tell me to... <laughs> So that does look a little suspicious because as soon as you clicked on that, it told you you're going to be attacked. <laughs> but I promise that it was not related. Oh, I don't want to cut myself off. You were going to oh, get attacked anyway. Fuck it. Oh, your corridor is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> corridors are the worst. I need more corridors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because it looks like a fucking corridor. Yep. Yeah. That's true. That's a good one. Uh, okay, so I'm going to take that, and I'm going to build some weapons. Yeah, you're going to need some weapons. Real the, en soon. the enemy is coming. Real soon, I'm going to need some weapons. And you have no idea what these aliens are going to look like. I literally have none. They I imagine be... it's going to be a geometric shape. It could be extremely realistic. Probably triangles. And frightening. Or pentagons. <laughs> I don't um, know. They might be far more advanced than our three-pixel three minions. You think that's just going to be like 3D, like heavily rendered? <laughs> <laughs> like the aliens from Alien. <laughs> oh, weapons are almost done. Okay, well, I'm this is probably a really good podcast. Oh, I love it. I think it's probably <laughs> the best we've ever done. Uh, <laughs> um, God, these corridors are fucking awful. Is there a reason that no one plays video games on podcasts? I'm just <laughs> trying to think now. Does anyone else do this? <laughs> no one if they don't, this. there might be actually a good reason. Yeah. But maybe we're just... Maybe we're pushing the envelope. Yeah, we're... The boundaries of this. Right. We're on I the mean, frontier. we pretty much described in high definition uh, what this game looks yeah. like. I mean, I can picture it. Um, <laughs> oh. Are we building some extractions? Oh! We have an alarm sound. Yeah. What does that mean? The sound means an attack is imminent. Uh, you might want to look means. at the different roles that our people have. They're all on. They're all in construction, to be honest. Okay. Um, that's the best role. Okay. For. But defense might be. Can you get more minions? Related. Do I have to build quarters? You have to build quarters to have more minions. And you get more minions by feeding the quarters. They're cubes. You put food in there. I'm being attacked by cubes. Uh, those are just scouts. Ah, uh, they're all dead. The next those wave the will not be as harmless. Those aren't the real enemies. Assign a minion by dragging its current task to food service. What? Okay. This tutorial is... Great. <laughs> I'm about to be attacked. I'm not sure... Are we entertaining? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, I mean, look at look how slow that is, though. Oh, I see. We get attacked when the bar fills up. Yes. Yes. This is your one of your top three favorite <laughs> games of all time? Might be my favorite game. It might be. <laughs> I love it. I really love it. You don't seem to be impressed. It's good. <laughs> exactly. Um, I love it. Making yeah. some food. So you can take. So currently, my minion is moving sludge from the gardens to the kitchen, where it just turns itself into food. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and your other guy is in defense. Gonna get him back on construction. And it's just wasting time. Looking yeah, for looking actually, for I enemies. Put him on construction. Fren frenemies? Looking for frenemies. <laughs> looking for some space frenemies. Maybe I should make a quarter. Quarters. <laughs> gonna put it right here. Block this off. Mm -hmm. That seems like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um gonna put it right here. Mm, no, I'm not. So what is it about this game that sort of just makes you Yeah, what is it? Go for it. Um, um like is it just the, the the building elements to it? Okay, I'm trying to think. I like the repeatability of it. Okay. Where I can it's basically the same game over and over that I play. Okay. I don't like This is the same because one of your favorite games is Age of Empires 2. Right. And you like it because it is ageless. Like it will just exactly, yeah, yeah. So you're not a fan of procedurally generated. Um, well, I guess this is somewhat random because the the shapes are random. Oh, like I, <laughs> but like yeah, I can't, I can't do the, I can't build the exact same quarter every time. I don't think, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be that repeatable. It's more like um, ant like an anti RPG idea, where it's like I'm starting from T. NTRPG. Yeah, I'm starting from scratch every time. I don't have the XP right and stuff that's like leveling me up, um, which is cool because I then I'm like play, always playing against myself. I'm like, okay, this time I want to make it through 29 waves of enemies. Okay, so this so this does just go on. Yeah, until you die. Like this, until you die. Yep. And presumably the waves just get keep getting harder, and so you should be moving as quickly as possible to right build out this shit it's just yeah it's like an old school idea of like there's a high score right right like this is my high score i want to do better this time it's not just like oh well i'm always just doing my thing and right improving my character but it's like what's the i don't know you're not winning or losing i want to like just like play a game get in there die or not and like see what my score was right is that like an old-fashioned view do you think of of gaming like a very arcade yeah, it's kind of like an um, arcade thing. I don't think so, no. I um, think that's fine. Uh, so the game I play, Overwatch, yeah, um, is very much sort of the same experience over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the big differences is, and where the variety comes from, is that the enemy is controlled by a human. Right. Uh, whereas this is um, sort of AI-driven. Right. So it's less repeatable when the human, when your enemy is a human, because yeah. obviously, it's also interesting because they keep um, adding sort of new things. It's undulating, and then yeah, mm -hmm. and then they are. Uh, I mean, yeah, because they keep adding new things. It. Oh, actually, yeah, it does undulate. Yeah, um, and so they keep needing to rebalance. Mm. Right. Um, Certain classes get right too powerful, and yeah. Uh, and so there's a meta game there. Oh yes, that's an that's a throwback to a. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's a meta hunchpig reference. Yeah. Um, Whoa. <laughs> uh, uh, my father senses tingling. 
<laughs> do you need to no pause you sure no i don't okay. i hear my daughter crying yeah um which no one else will be able to hear because these microphones have baby filters on also she's not actually crying it's just just his father sounds oh you're just hearing you just hear that all day i think oh is that right <laughs> It's just this is what happened quietly in the back of my head. Yeah, it's like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna check quickly. Just, just a lot of crying. No, yeah. no, she's fine. Um, so yeah, so there's that. I like I like that aspect. I like the resource management kind of um, optimization where you're always trying to like, okay, what do I, what should I? How many people should I allocate to this? Mm. And how many should be doing that? And that also combined with like the spatial reasoning of what's the most efficient path right uh for the corridors because they have to take this to there so the kitchen should be next to the gardens because you always need to go between the two and the garden the kitchen shouldn't be too far away from the quarters right because the minions need to eat um so you're kind of weighing all these trade-offs and trying to optimize um so that your minions can um kind of traverse this map in an efficient way that prevents them from dying. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It's an optimization game. Um, so it's also the- very, like the music is very ethereal and kind of soothing. Right. Um, atmospheric kind of thing. It's kind of a meditation. Like it's not, super intense game it's you can just kind of um it's kind of relaxing until the enemies come very often then it's stressful cool looks like you're on your on your way to researching your first monolith yeah um i'll get there eventually uh probably not on this podcast yeah Yeah. pause it (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So that was the best game ever. Rhymed capsule. Rhymed capsule. I'm gonna quit. Mm-hmm. Did that? That's that. Oh my god! You have your games separated into genres. Do I? Did I do that? Try these strategy puzzle FPS. Did you do that? I don't Meticulously? remember. Maybe. There's one that's just called games. Yours. Don't. The rest of these not games. Do yours sort these? No. Oh, maybe I did make those a long time ago. Action? No, I don't think I would have put... No, I think they ought to sort it. Huh. I'm not sure. 88... Uh, wait, 88 tools? I don't know what that is. What are your tools? Uh, Servers? Huh. That's weird. MIDI controller. <laughs> what? You have 46 Macs, Mac games. Yeah, separated into... Huh. Witchcraft. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. You have zero friends. Ugh. Shh. <laughs> the listeners don't need to know about that. Okay, let's just close your laptop. They need to believe that I'm very... something. Undulative. Popular? You've not, you've not heard that phrase before? Mm. That word? No. Nope. <laughs> Tried to forget about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Capsule. Tower defense. I love tower defense games. 
Right. They all have that same kind of I mean, that, that was more of just a, a defense rather than the, there wasn't oh, right. much of a tower part to it. Yeah. I guess the whole thing with tower defense is that your defenses are stationary. Right. Whereas the people picked up guns. Yeah. And they shot the enemies. Right. There's just waves and waves of right things that come at you. Um, but yeah, there's no, in the room capsule, there's no sense of like upgrading your towers or like right. choosing a certain weapon. It's just like, they just go pew, pew, pew. And that's <laughs> all they can do. Um, Simple. Um, what are the other tower defense games? There's a tower defense game on Xbox that's also on Steam. Hmm. That was good. Defense Defense Grid. Oh yes, that. it's a good one. Um, there was one on the which is more of the upgradey tower kind of stuff. But. There was one on the PlayStation Store where you played as like turtle shamans. Yes, uh, the dance junk on trees. Pixel junk. Pixel junky monsters. Mo- Pixel junk. Pixel monsters. Monster junk junkies, monster pixels. <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's the company or the game. No, me neither. So, pixel junk ninja warriors from no, nope. I've also never had a PlayStation, so that, you, I've just been saying things. You told me that was the <laughs> very first console you ever owned. I had a play, sorry, PlayStation 1, yes. <laughs> I yeah. did have. So, you, what did I just say? You've never had a PlayStation. <laughs> what I meant was I've only had a PlayStation. <laughs> um, <laughs> awkward. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh huh. I am looking forward to the Nintendo re release. The Which one? Uh, the NES. Um, oh, mini console thing. Yeah. Um, you have that sort of nostalgia, even though you've never owned one. Yep. Okay. So think of it less as nostalgia and more as just like you wish you had it. Yeah, pent up. Like, yeah, I can finally have a Nintendo. <laughs> um, I think it's a cool idea. Sixty dollars. It's basically going to be like a Raspberry Pi with a controller. Right. That has. 30 yeah, I mean, all of the, all of these games are available online. Right. You could play them right now. Although I was reading an interesting thing about... It was undulating, actually, um, about how the... (laughs) It's so funny because you're you're sort of shaking a bit on that side of the table. So (laughs) for you to say you're undulating doesn't seem okay. Literally. Um, What was I reading? I was reading that... Yep. An emulator can't... uh, What? Okay. There are a lot of games for the NES. Yep. And also, like, other early systems, Atari and whatever. So that Mega Drive. Um, right. Um, the games were written in such a way to, like... They're basically all hacks. Like, a lot of the things they're doing with sprites... Right. And music and just, like, yeah. everything, animations, um, were all hacks. Not all hacks, but a lot of little tricks... Um, to, that had a that only worked because of a very specific either a bug right. in the NES or a very specific um, kind of quirk in the architecture. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, at that time, like the resources were incredibly limited, so you had to 
squeeze out as much yeah juice as you could yeah and so you had to take advantage of anything you could or work around right so the the point was that um emulators don't necessarily give you the same experience. give you all of those yeah little quirks back um and they think that nintendo will be very, will be very careful since they're putting their name on it mm. very careful that the games actually do play the same way that they did originally right. which is kind of cool my um, so i'll be able to remember the way that i never <laughs> played those games <laughs> my it's exactly uh, like it when i didn't have it my younger brother plays uh super smash brothers in um tournaments wow and um the like is that like lowercase t tournament or like a real tournament like he travels whoa to friends houses <laughs> to other states <laughs> yeah. to play super in smash brothers with people mom's basements yeah no <laughs> in conference centers wow okay um, i didn't realize that was that of it was a thing like that yeah and it's um they're very particular about playing it on partic- on different consoles mm-hmm. so there is a difference between playing super smash brothers on a gamecube versus on a wii even though it's the same game disc maybe oh, or maybe there's there's a difference i know they re-release versions hmm. um and so like in tournament setups it's very particular about which one <laughs> yeah you're going to be playing huh. um there's a similar thing with uh speed running have you heard of this no so this is where um people try to complete games as quickly as possible oh okay uh so for instance um uh led the legends of zelda on the n64 mm-hmm. um, i've heard of that i've heard of both of those things <laughs> Uh, I think the fastest time for completing that is like eight minutes or something. Okay. Might be quicker than that. Wow. Um, But it's basically taking advantage of outrageous glitches uh, in the game that would only happen, um, that doesn't happen in emulators all the time. Okay. Yep. So it's again that thing of... (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. It's 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 crazy when you watch this and... Whoever's speedrunning is explaining what's happening mm. when they say like, okay, well, if you, you know, if you press the sequence of buttons and then you drop a fairy out of this bottle and then immediately pick it up and do this mm. thing, you've um, loaded this piece of code into this memory slot. So when you jump onto a, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. When you jump onto a uh, warp, it's actually going to warp you somewhere else. You've overwritten this bit that, yeah, yeah, is not supposed to happen, but. Yeah. That's crazy. Is that... So when you get... I have no idea. I'm so out of touch with consoles now. Um, When you get a game now, do they all have, like, updates? Right? Because, like, this Uh, this is a thing in the past, right? No, it is. You you get a cartridge, and it has this weird bug on it, and but that's just how that game is. It's not, like, version one point, whatever. It's just, like, that's the game. That's the game. You're done. Um, So it's fun that that is a thing right um yeah this might be a thing of the past yeah i mean certainly all pc games i mean anything that's sold through steam um developers can release patches for right i guess it doesn't mean that they do but right um but yeah yeah you're not gonna have the same kind of um 
I think if Nintendo would, they could. They, if Nintendo could, they would. Could what? Release patches. Yeah, yeah. They hate this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, like, they, from a programmer's perspective, yeah. perspective, how you would feel. Like, ah, oh, stupid. Yeah, they keep, tr- uh, I mean, they tried to su- th- shut down the um, Smash Brothers tournaments for a long, long time. Why? Um, I don't know. They, I guess they had this opinion that it wasn't sort of like officially sanctioned by Nintendo. And so it was for- sure. forbidden. Weird. Um, even though it's like basically free advertising for their yeah, yeah, yeah. IP. Hmm. That's really odd. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm thinking, if I think in the context of, like, Magic the Gathering, it seems like something that they would do is like, oh, because there's, like, the idea of sanctioned Magic tournaments. Right. Um, might be a similar kind of thing where it's just like, you're using our IP and yeah, whatever. They're trying to control. For mon- monetary gain. Yeah. We want a piece of it. And just control their image and they brand a, and all that stuff. They did but, a similar thing on YouTube where they basically shut down anyone who posts videos of their games. Although these, yeah, these days I feel like Nintendo just needs to embrace right. as much kind of fandom as they can. Because yeah. they're kind of struggling as a company, right? I, d- I actually have no idea. I um, don't know. Yeah, I've gotten that perspective. Um, although maybe we're, Pokemon we're, Go is really... Right. I mean, we also have a very limited perspective being in the states oh yeah i don't know what that's true um i mean nintendo probably i still think incredibly well in japan i still think like wii u for example was like not very competitive compared to the other big consoles xbox and playstation yeah yeah like the original wii was huge and maybe they just couldn't live up to to hype or what right um, but it was so, like, novel. Like, the first Wii was just like, oh, this is so new and amazing. Like, right. and it was obvious that they didn't compete on graphics mm. c- capabilities. Like, but it didn't matter because they had this cool new way of interacting with, with the console. Right, that everyone's and, now Yeah, everyone copied. has the motion <laughs> stuff now. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, they have to... Up the game. Yeah, or just, like, really leverage their brand and, like, yeah. Mario and all their all of their... Um, kind of ip to to push that as like their real strength hmm. um <laughs> just realized i just gave a bunch of advice to a video game company i'm like not really <laughs> in the know um that's funny um i heard someone giving advice to mcdonald's which was basically make better hamburgers <laughs> <laughs> okay it seemed like a similar thing yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah just better yeah that like was- i'm not in your industry but you should do what i say <laughs> like just make them better yeah come on you're only making it everyone few. else is doing it yeah yeah like you have a really simple supply chain i'm sure you could just turn that around right and not put eight thousand different cows in the same tiny little patty <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah i saw that as an as a advertised thing that was like uh, single source beef patties, um, right? Which is an interesting, undulating idea, because it's like, it seems like more work. It's a well that, but it's also a risk, right? Like oh. McDonald's just takes all the sickness and spreads it around. It's very like, <laughs> so you're like get one percent like poison, 
right? But then it's usually fine. Yeah. Your body can usually handle that. But like with single source burgers, it's like if you get a bad cow, <laughs> you're you've got trouble. all of a all the burger was from that one bad cow, right? Yeah, it's like it doesn't say single source cows, and we checked that the cow was awesome, right? Like it doesn't say that. It just says yeah, it's from one cow. Yeah, like they're get, they're getting the cows that like McDonald's doesn't want, and they're like, oh yeah, here's your here's cows. These are cheap cows. Like yeah. oh, okay, we can sell these as single source. <laughs> Gotta be careful out there, folks. Am I crazy? Does it seem like more work to mix cows? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't I don't know. Maybe it's easier to just put them all in one <laughs> bowl. And then take it out of the bowl. <laughs> like Yeah. Although who knows? Who knows what the, the the journey of a McDonald's single McDonald's hamburger actually is? I, a lot of people do know. I'm sure there are been, movies about it. Oh uh, yeah, just go to Netflix. Every other movie will be about McDonald's supply chain. Every other on Netflix. <laughs> nope. Next. Oh, there it is. Yeah. And that one. <laughs> so many food documentaries. Oh. We love it. We just want to know. We just want to feel guilty about what we eat and then just go back to doing it, the same thing. Yep. It's worked pretty well for me. That's um Have you seen Super Size Me? No, but it sounds udder lighting. Whoa. Whoa. Nice pun. Was it? Yes. <laughs> um they interview a guy on Super Size Me that has Well, I think this is after the part where he's basically dying because he's been eating at McDonald's every day for thirty days. Right. That's. I mean, um, that's the whole premise of the film. Right. Like this how, guy does weird things. Yeah, that, I think that kind of. Well, I don't know. He may have been doing stuff before that, but not. He wasn't really famous for it, and then he has had multiple like shows since then. Morgan Spurlock. Right. Um, where he kind of submits himself to do something weird or horrible for thirty days or just different. Right. Um. But yeah, he's like really having health problems. And then this other guy he interviews has been eating. He's had a Big Mac, I think, every day for 25 years or something crazy. And he's just like this skinny guy. He's just like, you would never guess that he eats a Big Mac every day. Yeah. And he's like healthy. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's an interesting. Damn. (laughs) How often do we say that? It was. <sighs> There's not another word. There's not. There are no other words to I was, express uh, our interest in. You know this thing. It was cool how <laughs> <laughs> things just affect people differently, right? Especially with food. He it's did a, a he did another film recently, the best sold f- movie. Oh. And the the premise of it was that um, everything would be a ad placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he would be wearing the best sold shoes in the world. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like Nike or something. So, like, everything's up for... Right. But the film is like a documentary of him making the film. Wow. So, it's just interviews of him... Well, videos of him going to these companies and asking them to sponsor his film this is a podcast about a movie about (laughs) that movie yeah oh do you think we can send 
like sponsorship dues. Oh, to all of the companies in that movie now. Maybe. Yeah. Pretty sure we can. Mm-hmm. That might work. That might work. Our sponsorship's getting up there again. Oh yeah. I think it's nine dollars. Nine dollars. Maybe, maybe ten. Yeah. Wow. Double digits. That's just how, you know. It's because of the... That's what our sponsorships are worth. Yeah. The, yeah. De- the demand... Exactly. ...has pushed it up. Yep. You know. I mean, it, it has. <laughs> There's something about the demand that has made it the price go up. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we might not be talking soon. Oh. Because you might have a baby. 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 Yes. We're almost in September. Yep. September is the month in which it is predicted mm-hmm. that you will become a father. Forecasted. Yep. Yes. We uh, we got a another picture of our baby. Ultrasound. Ultrasound. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, he's all there. He's there. Yeah. From, yeah. As far as I ready. can tell. Uh, Pretty much ready to go. There's one picture where he looks kind of like a, like the scream ghost. Okay. Like he's kind of, yeah, ghosty. Ghosty looking. <laughs> ghosty looking. Um, ready to kill. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of like. Yeah, like a like a tireless soul that's forever, <laughs> forever in pain. I don't know, <laughs> um, but also cute at the same time. Yeah, somehow, obviously, right. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's he's coming along, and we're just bracing for impact. Yeah, we got uh, we installed the car seat. Okay. So we can legally take our child out of the hospital. Right. You don't want to illegally do it. Right. Put him into our car. Um, yep. And bring him to our house. Okay. We have a stroller that has an adapter. Oh. So the car seat can go into it. Ah. Uh-huh. And there's a base in the car? There's a base in the car. Right. Yep. So you can... So you just clip the yeah baby. So you clip the baby into the thing that you carry, right? And you clip that into the car or the stroller, right? Yep. Um, which is great. It's very very easy. Yeah. Compared to not having a base and trying to clip it into the car, right? Every time. Uh, so I feel like little things like that. I think we're gonna we're gonna learn to appreciate a lot, right? <laughs> little conveniences that i'm like oh okay yeah, i guess it's better and then like no think actually think about it like every day every yeah this trip, is gonna be like, amazing yeah it's like yeah yeah um yeah uh i feel like the house is is seeming smaller as we have more things to fill it up with right we have a lot of baby containers do you have a crib we have a crib okay that's set up it is set up i'm surprised i haven't seen that Maybe I have um, seen it. Yeah, I don't remember. We put together a pack and play. 
Okay. Which has it's a lot of terminology. Uh, it has a, I believe it has a bassinet. Okay. Part and it also has a changing table part. Part. Okay. And it has a cuddle cove. A cuddle cove. Yeah. Have you heard of this? I have not. Yes. Yeah, it whole... sounds like somewhere you'd put a bat. A what? A bat. That's a cave. It's a cave. Cuddle, cuddle cave. cove. Cuddle cave. Cuddle right. caves are okay. different. I can see. It's <laughs> <laughs> imagining a Batman movie. Back to the Cuddle Cove. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Lots of terms. I'm like, I just yeah. always have to ask Katie from Massachusetts. I'm like, what? How is this different from that one? What is this? What's the specialty right. well, of the pack and play? I mean, the Cuddle Cove is... In the... I mean, it sounds like... Um, First of all, it's going to be small. Right. Uh, it's probably going to be warm. Yes. Uh, these are all true. You've uh, seen the Cuddle Cove? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, probably not going to be very bright. Right. It's going to be quite dark. In the I think you're cove. still thinking cave, but... <laughs> uh, furry edges. <laughs> right. Because like, uh, of the stalagmites? <laughs> so are you thinking? No. Okay. Because of the bats. Oh, of all the bats, right. Yes. Yeah, bats um, are very cuddly. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is the Cuddle Cove? Oh, I uh, basically what you said. A yeah. cave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope, not that. Nope. Uh, it's but a, it goes it's a on thing the pack and play. Do you hang it? Yeah. You hang it and you put your child in there? What do you mean hang? Like, I don't know. If a... No, it looks like a, like a car seat thing. It's like that kind of a thing. It's a baby container. Put okay. the baby in there. Cuddle it's got cove. some soft stuff in there. Never heard of it. There, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a real thing. Um, it I'm sounds getting, suffocating. Yeah. So really, be awkward if something horrible happened, <laughs> and you predicted it. No. I mean, I warned you. It's Graco. It's Graco. Graco. They try these is things out. It, is that how that's pronounced? Graco. Graco. Um, <laughs> I don't have an alternative. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know. No one knows. Okay. Cuddle Cave. Cuddle Cove. Cuddle Cave. Wait, is it? No, it's the Cuddle Cove. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> it's too easy. Yep. Cool. Would you say this is a Cuddle Cove in here? No, no. This is the least cuddly of rooms. It's warm. It is warm. <laughs> it's it does have furry walls. It has yeah, it's got some, um some it is dark. Walls. Yeah. Is this more of a cave? It's not um it is suffocating. Mhm. It's not uh a small as I would expect a cuddle cove to be. What about a cave? Uh yeah, I mean that's you know it's a good size Actually, cave. Yeah, because that side is underground and this side is like the opening yeah. to the cave. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable with us now calling this the Cuddle Cave. The podcast, you mean? Renaming the podcast? Um, no, this room specifically. Could do both. <sighs> Bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, probably. We lose all of our listeners. Basically. <laughs> 